Welcome to today's brief intelligence session. While this is fresh on my mind, let us briefly address a certain school of thought. Let us critique a certain school of thought. This is not for my normal audience, but this is for those, as a matter of fact, specifically Billy Carson, who is a popular speaker on the subject of occultism, esoteric topics, ancient Egypt, and most recently, he did a YouTube video questioning whether or not the God of the Bible actually turns out to be Satan or not. So, I listened to the whole lecture and it was absolute garbage. Literally, absolute pseudoscientific, not even pseudoscience. It was just absolutely unresearched garbage. And a couple of things were regurgitated from others who also are garbage in the area of speaking on spiritual principles, topics, histories and origins in esoteric topics and the occult. So I just want to make it clear for the world, there's a couple of things that you have to keep in mind before you start talking about and talking against certain materials. And we're just going to say the Bible. Let's take that as a material. At the end of this gentleman's video, what he said was is that, look, man, I've read the Bible a hundred times over from cover to cover. I've read everything in the entire Bible. The problem is, what Bible have you read? What is the original language of the Bible? The original language of the Bible is the lip of Canaan, which is Ivrith, Hebrew, Aramith, Aramaic. And then later on comes the Greek Hellenike language. Now looking and reading King James, reading CSB, NLT, reading uh, the NIV, the ESV, reading all these translations of a script is not reading the Bible. You're reading a translation of the Bible. You have not touched the original Bible. You have not read the original Bible, if you have not learned the original language. You can't even understand what the original text says. You don't understand the idiomatic phrases or the grammar or the syntax or anything in the original language. So you are not qualified to speak about what is and what isn't. But people love to do this. They love to do it. Well, didn't God say? First of all, you don't know what God said. You don't even know who God is or who God isn't. We have all types of people who continually push the narrative and push this message. Oh, I worship the creator. You don't worship nothing. 
You don't even know what the creator requires of you. That's number one. And the creator of what? The creator of what? The cre they always say it, but they never tell you what the creator created. And they always attribute it to some unknown thing. Now, we'll get to that some other time. Today is just a brief, a brief address to these ridiculous, asinine schools of thought. This gentleman also went on to postulate that there are many gods. There are multiple gods. And that there always has been many gods. So I need to put out there a question that I logically and critically thought about as a child, literally before 10 years old. I'm thinking to myself, well, if there's more than one God, then why has none of the other gods ever stepped out and did anything to prove their existence? How is it that a pantheon of gods have not made any noise for the past 2,000 years in the cosmos? that we can recognize, acknowledge, and observe. There's only one of two things that can be. Either there is not the existence of plural gods, and the one God is doing exactly what he said he was going to do, according to what he said, according to what he already communicated through his prophets. The chronology is matching up precisely. The signs and symbols are matching up precisely. The universe is doing exactly what the creator said it was going to do. He communicated these things through his spokesmen and spokeswomen, his prophets and prophetesses. So either one of two things, there is no God at all. Then you have to go through a task that's even more difficult than believing that there is no God. You have to prove then where did all of this intelligent design, architecture, engineering, and just subsistence, where did it come from and who designed it? Who is the maker and creator of it? There's too many things that have to be resolved. It is impossible for there to be no creator. Even when we look at atoms, even when we look at the behavior and intelligence and sentience of electrons. Electrons are intelligent. And they behave based on your observance of them, which requires intelligence. Now we're getting into physics, which proves the existence and signature and intelligence behind what the Tetragrammaton Yahweh, the God of the universe, created.
But anyway, I just want people to think about and ponder. Either there is no creator at all, which is not even possible, or there is simply one. Like it says, the Lord, our master, Yahweh, our master, is a God. One. One. There is no other. There is no God beside him. Otherwise, why haven't they showed up and showed out? If there's multiple gods and there's a pantheon, how is it that all the so-called gods came to an agreement that they will be silent for 2,000 plus years? Not one of the other gods and goddesses have stepped forward to make themselves known to the universe. I find that quite suspicious and quite strange and quite asinine. So, Mr. Billy Carson made a fool out of himself. You cannot talk about the Bible when you don't know the language of the Bible. You don't understand the language of the Bible. Then we got people talking about, well, you know, the characters in the Bible never even existed. They're a figment of our imagination. Well, you got bigger miracles to explain them. Psychoanalytical miracles. Because I don't see how we could still be learning from characters who never existed. Finding coins with the names on them of characters and kings and prophets and rulers who never existed. Finding archaeological artifacts that match in date back to the times of people who never existed. Finding temples built and constructed by people that never existed. Finding artifacts and monoliths and megaliths. Created and made and left behind by people that never existed. You see, it's just stupid. It's too stupid for me to even accept such garbage into my consciousness, to accept such garbage into the temple of my mind. It's not gonna happen. So, To all the atheists out there, which is absolute stupidity. Oh, we reject religion. No, you don't. Atheism is a religion. Religion requires you, the criteria, part of the criteria of religion, part of the anatomy of religion, is to have a system and a set of beliefs, which you do. You believe that there is no God. Even though God's existence is not predicated upon you believing or accepting or rejecting. The creator is whether you believe or not. No one cares what you believe and never will. As I state to all my students and initiates all the time. No one cares what you believe. It's not about what you believe. Either you are going to be spiritually aligned and synchronized with the spirit of truth or you're not. Simple as that. It's nothing else to discuss. There's no arguments needed. 
We're not going to argue. Either you're thinking higher or you're thinking lower. That's all there is to it. Either you're of the light or you're of the darkness. That's all there is. There is no in-between. If you're confused, then you've been swallowed by darkness. Even Yeshua said, if your eye, your consciousness be single, then your body will be full of light. But anyway, Yeshua said, the way to heaven is narrow and straight, and few there be that find it. No, all roads don't lead anywhere but to different places. Sorry. Talking about all different, all roads lead to God. No, they don't. Just like all roads don't lead you to the Capitol in Washington, D.C., dummy. No, they don't. You need to take the right way. You need to follow the right way. You need to follow directions, instructions, and follow the map to get to where you're trying to go. So it is the same with the Most High. I don't know who possessed you to think such stupidity. Anyway, the brother doesn't know Hebrew. The brother doesn't know Aramaic. The brother tried to place Sumerian mythology and Sumerian writings above the writings of the Shemitic people that left behind the Bible. The brother talked about the Anunnaki. The brother talked about Egyptology and the Egyptian pantheon, which has nothing to do with, has nothing to do with anything. And not only that, didn't even do a good job of that. Talking about what well, Genesis, you see Genesis is Gen Isis. No, Isis is not even the real name of the goddess of whom it's attributed to. Like I said, didn't even do a good job at that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, there's definitely a creator. Definitely. Mathematicians can go nowhere without stepping over that hurdle. Physicists, the same thing. Theoretical physicists, the same thing. Evolutionary biologists run into the same brick wall. They just don't tell you about it. So, like I said, we have people who speak about things that they're not qualified to speak about. The brother doesn't know who Satan is. The brother doesn't know what an angel is. Doesn't know what the function of an angel is. Doesn't know what the spiritual anatomy of an angel is. Doesn't know what the origins of the angels are. Doesn't know what a cell is and what the spirit of a cell is. Doesn't know what the energy source of a cell truly is. We have people always opening their mouth about things that they do not understand at all. Don't know the difference between the spirit, the soul, and the body. Don't know what consciousness truly is. Does not know where it originates and does not know where it goes once the body dissipates. 
does not know. Who gave all the languages to birds, bees, caterpillars, even flies, gnats, mosquitoes, even trees communicate with each other. Blades of grass communicate with each other. The winds on earth follow circuits. There's jet streams in the ocean, jet streams in the sky. The clouds communicate with each other. Light is a form of communication. DNA is a book, a program, a language, a set of instructions. Who gave them? Because you didn't. Who gave them? Evolution didn't. Who gave them? Sitting around talking absolute stupid nonsense. Oh, we just came out of nowhere randomly. We just, the Big Bang, we just blew up out of nowhere. Energy and stardust just came out of nowhere. And it just arranged itself mathematically, precisely in order. Out of randomness, it just fell into order. You believe this absolute garbage? <laughs> How sad. Who, possessing intelligence, could believe that? Like one former ex-atheist said, it required more faith to believe in evolution than it does to just believe that Yahweh created all things. It requires more faith to believe the garbage that science is putting out, that scientists are putting out, that the scientific community is putting out. They also want us to believe the earth is billions of years old. If that's the case, then science can't be trusted at all anymore. There's too many contradictions in science you got people talking about, oh, the Bible contradicts itself. You don't even know what the Bible is. You don't even know what the language of the Bible is. You've never read the Bible in your entire life. You can't even break down the definition of one word. You barely understand English idioms. Yet you're going to pontificate on Hebrew ones, Aramaic ones, Greek ones, when you don't even fully understand and grasp your own mother-born tongue, mother-born language. Really? People don't understand political speech. They don't understand double speak. They don't understand philosophical speech. They don't understand scientific speech, legal speech, legal jargon, legalese. They don't understand many things. The semantics, the syntax goes right over their head. And it's going to continue to go right over their head. People have even began speaking their own forms of slang. So much so that we have to create an urban dictionary to understand this degenerated speech that many have engaged in these days. Vulgar speech. Yet you want to comment on a language you don't understand. A language that is not just simple, but new alphanumeric. Alphanumeric. 
rooted and grounded in physics, rooted and grounded in sciences that you don't comprehend. My only admonition is shut your mouth until you learn the original of the original. Read the original, then start talking. Then tell me what Yahweh said. Then tell me what Moses said. Then tell me what Yitzhak, Yaakov said. Tell me what Yeshua said in the original language. People around, oh, kumbaya, 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 come by here, Lord. Kumbaya does not mean come by here. Yes, it was sang by the slaves from down south, but the slaves were singing in a dialect of Hebrew. Kum means arise, get up. Ba could be a derivation, a declination, and a degeneration of Abba, which is father. Kumba, arise, father. And then we have Yah. Yah is the shortened abbreviated form of Yahweh, the tetragrammaton, the four letters, used by King David many times and by many others. So Kumbaya means arise, Father Yahweh. Arise, Father Yah. Sang by slaves whose mother tongue was a dialect of Hebrew because they are Hebrews. Then we have in the scriptures, Aramaic, Yeshua tells the little girl, Jairus' daughter, Talita kum, Talita kum. I say to you, little girl, little damsel, arise, get up. He pulled her from over, he pulled her over from the dimension of death back into the dimension and land of the living with a statement. Talita kum. The little girl did die. Yeshua said she is only asleep, which was a idiom for death. A temporary death. The same thing was said about Lazarus. Lazarus has fallen asleep. But he was resurrected from the dead. And no, not soul sleep like the pagan cults teach. But anyway, we'll get into that some other time. The bottom line is when you don't understand the original language, you don't understand anything. Yeshua was crucified in an area that was called Golgotha, Golgotha, Calvaris, the place of the skull. Do you think that was by accident? No, I don't. And to even show you even further that even the people in the Bible who spoke Hebrew didn't understand exactly what Yeshua was saying when he himself was crucified to a tall, a lowercase t for the God Tammuz, 
who was adored by the Romans. Yeshua on the cross said, Eloi, Eloi, halatabachthani. The Hebrews standing around him said, he calls for Eliyahu, for Elijah. But Yeshua said nothing about Elijah. He did not call on Elijah. Yeshua quoted what Melech David, what King David said in Psalms 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? To signify that he truly was the son of David. But they didn't understand his dialect because he was speaking Aramaic and they understood Hebrew. So when he said, Eloi, 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 Halasabachthani, they thought that he was calling Elijah in Hebrew, but he wasn't. There's many different nuances and details that need to be understood before you open your mouth about what is in the Bible and what isn't. You don't even know the original language. So till then, shut your mouth. This message is to all those who pretend to be real teachers, but are fakes. They are phony. They are false. Brother going to ask questions about God, but can't even explain the nature that is within men. Going to ask a question about Satan, but don't even understand the nature that's within himself. From whence came forth such ignorance within you? Figure that out and expel it. Get it out of you. Even Yahweh said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, which is ignorance. Even Yeshua said to Nicodemus, you be a master, a teacher of the people of Israel, yet you know not these things. He said, if you don't understand earthly things, how will I ever be able to teach you heavenly things? First, understand earthly things, mundane things. You are not even equipped for the supernatural because you don't even understand the natural. Anyway, today's rant will help someone out. Today's rant will help open the eyes of someone out there in the world. We're working on recording shows for the other podcast, which is the Dry Bones Movement. That show will be totally different than this show. This show, we deal with the New World Order, Agenda 2030, Agenda 21, Agenda 2050, Futurology. Innovations in technology, the Great Reset, the New World Order, the occult, world domination. We deal with different things on this show. But on the Dry Bones Movement, we'll also deal with the occult. We'll deal with the world's religions, schools of thought, esoteric topics. We'll be addressing some of the world's dark sayings. will be attacking head-on fraudulent spirituality. 
fake spirituality. And we don't care whose religion it comes from. It's going to be addressed regardless. And we're bringing nothing forward but unadulterated truth. If we get pulled down, we get pulled down. We'll find another platform that will support the truth. We'll go to a platform that will support the truth. This show right now has no monetary support. None. Barely any donations at all. I am teaching 100% for free. But in order to enrich the show, we're going to have to receive some type of support from our listeners at some point because we can't advance. People are supporting everything else and that's okay. Here's what I found. I believe the truth needs to be put out regardless while we're breathing. We choose to disseminate what Yahweh has told us to tell to his creation. So I'm just being obedient in doing that. Anyway, going forward, on the other show, the Dry Bones Movement, we will be addressing all types of things. All controversial topics will be addressed, no matter what it is. We'll have people sending in their questions, their comments, their statements, and we will address all of them head on, right on the air. Not backing down or hiding from anything, never have, never will. Either you come with the truth or you don't. Simple as that. So, in the very near future, we will be making a video to deconstruct the video of Billy Carson, who, in my estimation, put out one of the most sloppiest videos I've ever seen. He, he did a great disservice to Egypt, to Sumeria, and especially to the Bible. That's all I can say. Anyway, have a blessed Sabbath. Until next time, Shalom Aleichem.